Yours Perfect. always sound good. Hello and welcome. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. This is Drew Stories, episode 32, I think. Uh, and uh, and joining me is my good friend, Jason Palmer. Let's get right into it. You were just telling me something crazy. Please te- oh, talk to me. I don't know if it's that crazy, but... I don't think many people fucking do this. <laughs> yeah. This last Memorial Day weekend, I had nothing to do. Okay. And like... Most of my friends were out of town doing something, so I went online mm-hmm. and I bought the cheapest ticket to a city I've never been to, and which happened to be Minneapolis. And uh, <laughs> so, can't imagine why that's cheap. So Friday, I flew to last Friday. I flew to Minneapolis, mm-hmm. hung out and partied there, and had the time of my life for like three days, and then flew back. Went to Paisley Park, you know, Prince's Place. Yeah, I'm familiar. I just and, saw uh, that 60 Minutes joint. Yeah. No, I haven't seen it. It's wild. They go in the vault, bro. They go in the vault and... Uh, it gave me a new appreciation for him. I was I was not like the hugest Prince fan. I, I I can't say I was like a diehard myself, but I do... I appreciated just so many different angles of him, uh, especially just his whole like bravado. There's not a lot of people pulling that off these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, Miguel, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I'm just talking about Miguel. There's, there's this. Uh, he's, a, he's like an R&B artist. Um, oh, okay. I, yeah, I, I yeah. know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> I he's so old there. Who? He's who is Miguel? Um, he's most famous for uh, for body slamming. Right, one of his fans. Did you see that by any chance? No. He was at a. Con- I, this is going to be a horrible recollection of this, and we're going back to your little vacation in a sure. second because I like it and it's very, <laughs> it's very interesting. But. Um, it was, you just wanted to get a bite of life, and I like that. Uh, but this Miguel character, he's got a couple of bangers, by the way. That's a fact. Smooth jams. Yeah, yeah. I, I know of him. Oh, okay. I don't know if I've ever so listened to him. So he, he's, jump, he's jumping from a portion of the stage to like a runway portion of the stage. You know how mm-hmm. cats will just leap over a, a few section like the VIP, the, fr- right. the front of the, the general audience. And um, this poor woman has no idea. Like she's got, she's just sitting there. And he comes... Uh, jumping and he loses his balance and he just sits on her. So he's got the full weight of his body and just crushes this poor woman. Uh, you could see her just like, look it up, man. It's horrible. Don't look it up at home. Look up, look, look up this show and watch us. I remember Akon body slamming someone, but. Oh, really? Yeah. Did he do the same thing? Was he? Someone ran on stage and he like body slammed. Them. Oh no, this was just a jump that went wrong. Sorry, I misused body slam. Uh, this was just a jump that went, oh, he I would just you. misjudged the distance and, and he, he landed right on this fucking right, lady. Right. I mean, right atop this lady. It was just brutal. Um, but he's subsequently grown hair and stuff like that. So he's better now. Um, anyway, going back to Minneapolis, you said to yourself, you woke up one day and you said, I'm going to take off. I'm going to get the cheapest ticket I can find. I wanted to get out of town really badly. I looked at Vegas, Ugh. and it was like all sold out everywhere. Palm okay. Springs was all sold out. Yeah, I know. Palm and Springs then, uh, is officially uh, a wrap. So I was like, I asked my friend, Mike Trey, he actually, I was like, what would you do if you were, you know, who's married with a kid? I was like, if you were me and you had absolutely no obligations this weekend. And he's like, I'd buy a ticket to a city I've never been to and just go <laughs> eat and drink. That's amazing. So, okay, so you land... Uh, you go to immediately to like a restaurant or something like that. I go get. Uh, you check in. I go to Minneapolis and I, uh, I check into my hotel and I immediately, I get a drink in the hotel bar, and I looked up some stuff before I went. And there's this famous burger called the Juicy Lucy. Mm. Yum. And uh, where it's like two beef patties with melted cheese in between them. Oh God. And uh, 
they're all over Minneapolis, but there's one bar that created it. Okay. What was the bar called, by the way? Matt's Bar. I like it. <laughs> Creative. It's like a dive bar, but and it, but everyone goes there for these Juicy Lucy's. That makes sense. So I went there, had one of these Juicy Lucy's, mm-hmm. which was good. Okay. And then from there, I read about some cool tiki bar called... Uh, oh, yeah. Psycho Susie's Motor, Lounge, Motor Lodge. Absolutely. So then I took a cab there and met people there. Everyone in Minneapolis is... It's probably the nicest people of any city I've been Friendly to. town. Super... Crazy friendly, not like Los Angeles. Huh? No, no, no. It was like the. I mean, everyone, okay. bartenders, the people sitting next to you, everyone wants to talk, and which was great for me. And it, how they on that COVID mask tip? Oh, it, the, I guess the day I got there, everything had opened up. Perfect timing. Did <laughs> yeah, you know that? No. Fucking genius. And then how so, many days? Three days. Three's good. And. uh I had time in my life there, met these people, it was someone's birthday, I was hanging out with them and doing shots. I love it. Then the next day, uh, I went to Paisley Park. Prince's, are you familiar with it? Prince's yeah. like compound. Yeah, I am. And, it's uh, fascinating. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, I like that, I like, uh, for a number of reasons, because I feel like there's so many uh, uh, musicians and all that, like even if they're you know, based in London. Everybody moves to Los Angeles for some reason, right? Yeah. For some reason. I know all the reasons. Right. Um, <laughs> weather. Uh, but but most people, that's their move, right? And then they, they sort of get here and, and then they're doing the whole LA thing. Very rarely do they go back to where they grew up and, yeah. and you know, sort of like buy a bunch of land and create this like you said a compound but it also it's like a recording studio it has like a and and on the 60 minutes interview they showed the vault and the vault is where he would just like make stuff and throw it in there oh wow and it got to the point where he just kept on throwing stuff and it would stack up so much that and then he forgot the how to open the vault so the room (laughs) in front of the vault became the other vault so he just kept on throwing shit in there at least from what i recall but it was really fascinating seeing little bits and pieces like We've heard unreleased shit, right? We've I've heard it at least at this point, and it's really cool hearing him work on something or hearing a different version or all versions yeah, is yeah. always cool. I think, especially a classics. Yeah. But the most dope shit was he, they had a he had written the le- uh, lyrics for uh, "Lady in the Red Corvette" and uh, "Little Red Corvette." Little Red Corvette. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, thank you. Obviously, not that big of a fan, <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, on it, he drew like he has little drawings. It looked like a high school. Oh, he was like that's the one so thing wild, in that man. that Paisley Park tour yeah. is there. Like he was like hands on from every little thing. And that and he never and stopped. He had a vision for every. Yeah, little he thing. never stopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think so many people get to a creative crescendo. Yeah. Where they're just like, okay, even Bob Dylan gave up after a certain while, right? right. He was like, I'm done. My fingers hurt. Arthritis is a bitch. <laughs> but, um, uh, and he, you know, he sold his whole catalog recently. You heard that. For Dylan whatever. Did? Yeah. For like a, a unprecedented amount of, I mean, it wasn't crazy. It was like a few hundred million. I guess that's not nuts any day. If you're talking Bezos money, that's fucking tiddlywinks, yeah. right? But like, in terms of like selling a catalog, it's pretty crazy. But like, yeah. what, at a certain point, like, what is he? 80? I don't know. I Why know. do you give a shit whether or not you owe blowing the wind? Yeah. <laughs> Why yeah. would I give a shit about yeah. that? Yeah. But, but then what's he going to do with $300 million? I'd probably disperse it amongst the family and little, the other families that he probably 
I would think that that's probably what he would do. I mean, that's the good Samaritan in me is I would like be like, all right, I've done this life's work. I'm going to go ahead and sell the whole fucking thing. And then I'm going to just give it away to the people that aren't dead yet. I don't know. That seems like the move. Maybe not. Maybe. I don't know if I would do that if I would. What would you do? Would you build a shrine in in the shape of your body? (laughs) I think I would hold on to those rites and. Okay. And just pass it on through the family. I don't know. There's something about somebody owning all your stuff. That was that was a big thing in the Prince tour. Was you know he changed his name to the symbol. Yeah, because of thought, they own because the rights the, to Prince. Absolutely. Well, that guy's probably not going to do it. I feel like Bob Dylan just kept. I don't know. He had so many people using his work. It's like you know. I guess they both had the similar thing. I mean, right? Sinead O'Connor owes a, her almost her entire career to Prince. Right. If if you were going to get busy with it, even though I love the girl, I love when she ripped up the whole deal. You love that? I did. Yeah. I just. I, we, Do you remember s- the next week Joe Pesci came on with <laughs> it taped up? Yeah, it was one, wasn't there one piece missing or something? I, I remember. Maybe. I don't know. But anyway, that was that was. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I guess it was. We weren't used to people doing stuff. Now it seems like every other day people are, you know, disgracing right. great works of art or whatever <laughs> it is or fucking religious uh, things. But I don't know. Back then it seemed. I guess maybe also I was more of a punk rocker back then and I was oh, like, yeah. fuck yeah, man. And now I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was. I grew up hardcore Catholic in a hardcore Catholic family. And yeah. I remember that was like a big shocking thing. I mean, Same. my mom has pictures of the Pope in the house. Did she go? Did she go? Because my grandmother went and was like, "I gotta, I gotta see this guy." When he like came to your town? No, I think she went. I think she went over there. Like, oh, really? Flew over there, yeah, to the no, Vatican. No, my mom's my mom's never done that. Um, but but I also had a, uh, I grew up Catholic and I I I had a disdain because I was again I was like I felt like I was like I've got a fucking fight back again you know right, what i mean right. like the fucking establishment man see that's funny because i bought all into it i was like a hardcore catholic i was an altar boy in college wow well <laughs> yeah. where were you an altar boy were i what here yeah yeah uh, you don't want to be an altar boy in boston <laughs> yeah, that's what i hear <laughs> yeah, it's oh the room. i do i do have a you know people People used to ask me. That's their first question, right? Of when course you said you're it is. Did you ever get molested? Of course it is. And I was like, and I would always say no. And then I started thinking, wait a minute. Yeah, this is like a stigma to it. So even if you were like, you know, I was an altar. I, you're trying to say it like you were a good kid, like you were a Boy Scout. And people are like, uh-oh. And then I remember this time, and I swear it just came back to me when that, when there was a priest who was, he was very feminine. <laughs> okay. He was very obviously gay. Okay. He, he would wear a boa. Okay. He was a priest who wore a boa. Wow. I love his style. And, He's from Santa Fe. And then he, uh, <laughs> he, uh, and I remember we'd be like seventh, eighth grade. I'd be like huh. to people, do you think Father Bill's gay? And they'd be like, no, he's a priest. He's not gay. He's a priest. How can he be gay? And then there was a time where I remember he invited us like after a mass or something. He invited all the altar boys like into the rectory. I think that's what it's called where they live. An unfortunate term. And and <laughs> the rectumry. <laughs> and then uh, he, uh, and I remember he was, he was he had weights in his room and he was Wait. making us work out 
Weird. And feeling our muscles. Oh, there you go. But I didn't think that was weird at the time. And as a priest, you know that could, that could keep you going for like six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? I remember him. He's like, he's like, let's and he's like, let's see how strong you are, Jason. And he oh, told God. me to punch him in the stomach. And then I remember like lifting his weights, and he'd be like squeezing our arms, and I was <sighs> like. Oh, that guy was getting off on this. Yeah, for sure. And that's what I realized. Like, you know, when you're like, uh, whatever, it's like you're 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 really hungry. Something like a saltine cracker, like when you're really fucking hungry. Something like a saltine cracker can satisfy. Like, yeah, yeah I'll eat that saltine cracker. You're spoiled. You don't want to fucking touch the salt. It's gross. That has to be enough for a priest. Yeah. Because I remember he I jerked it so hard to oh, that afterwards. That he burned that shit into his memory. Once he was like, Let's see how strong you are, Jason. He was like, Remember this, remember this, remember this. This is gonna be probably still is if he's still alive. I mean I'm probably still on his spank bank. <laughs> you probably are one of the fucking top spankers. So does that did I get molested or no? Uh you were groomed. I maybe, right? Don't you think that there's there's so many ways to describe I mean, I wouldn't say no. <laughs> But I wouldn't say yes, because I feel like there are people out there that are like, hell no, you didn't, bro. Let me tell you how it goes. And then there are people out there, especially, you know, like. It's going to change the whole narrative of my life and figuring out at this age that I was molested. You might want to bring that up with a therapist, bro. Get that out of your system. But also. I think it's, I look back and it cracks me up. Yeah, there were a couple of times I remember um, I went to a, a, board, a, a boarding school. I was a day student at a boarding school. So there was a lot of like people staying there, right. which I always felt like was weird. I was like, wait, you all, you all sleep over here. And I take off. I go home. Right. And I would always, I had to catch a bus to a train to go home. Right. That was my fucking commute. Psychotic. Um, but I remember uh, the, our social, t- social studies teacher. Uh, was like, hey guys, we're gonna have a group trip, and he selected very specific. It's all boys' school. Selected very specifically who was going on the on the trip, and we ended up at this like. And my, of and course, my parents. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'd like to. <laughs> I'd like to say that I was one of them. You know, I got picked. Uh, but I remember so specifically being like, even at that age, because it was very young. Um, even at that age with these other boys, there's like five other dudes right? and we are all at this cabin in like Martha's vineyard or whatever. And I remember being like, this is odd. <laughs> this is an odd thing. You? 11, 10 or 11, something like so that. I was, I was pumping iron in father Bill's room. How, I thought, I, how old were you? I don't know. It's maybe like 12. Okay. I thought it was a little bit of an older boy. I thought it was <laughs> perfectly this fine. This is probably the perfectly... most inappropriate direction we've taken anything. So I thought it was perfectly normal that this you did? You don't look work. back on that? Oh, go, I look oh, back now and I'm okay. like... Yeah. And, yeah, I look back now and I'm... Because I was like... I just... Rem- no, in the moment, I remember being like, this is super odd that we're... Why are we... And I've... How there was no just, so- social studies at all. He wasn't like, okay, guys, get up so real early in the morning and we're going to learn about the... Do you think he, stuff happened with kids on that trip? Not with me, which doesn't make me feel like <laughs> flattered, but like... Or I don't know. I mean, but like, I just remember he was uh, so specific about who was who got to go. How and did like, he how do you like? I don't know. This might have been before, you know. He picked all the good-looking ones, all the <laughs> yeah, good-looking eleven-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Shout out to all them kids that were there, man. I hope you guys uh, made it through. Um, but it was it's something that I realized. There's a few spotty moments there, but. I remember there are a couple of things that happened where I was like, that would never occur today. 
There's no way you yeah. could convince parents. Back then, parents were like, take the fucking kid. Yeah, yeah, give, yeah. give me a yeah. weekend by my fucking self. Yeah. So, and as you know, I do think that's my that was my parents' whole avenue, which was just like, please give us a fucking break. But not today. There's just no way. I'm just, I'm even surprised when people drop them off at daycare. I'm like, yeah. you sure about that? That would you know? be, that would be, I'm not a parent, but yeah, I feel like that'd be a hard thing. It would be, it, I would, but like I think about, that might be the reason we're not parents is because I would go up and I would be like introducing myself, like, what's up, man? What's your name? And I would just be immediately Instagram, like social, I would just like do my whole background check on everybody. Yeah, but that doesn't tell you everything. No, it doesn't. Even now, it, does not, you know, I, it doesn't I, tell you anything. Actually. I had a dog that passed away. I'm sorry to hear R. that. R.I.P. Franklin. And, uh, oh yeah, was he a little doodle? A little, like, like, no, he was. Well, he was a French bulldog, but he was a good size. But even sorry, now, not I look a doodle, back yeah, and French I'm like, bulldog. like one time I let this lady down the street watch him for me, and I'm like, I knew nothing about this lady. Mm. And even now, I look back, I'm like, I can't believe I let this strange lady watch my dog. I know, I was like, I would never do feeding that again. it razor blades. And yeah, just be like, <laughs> fuck you. And you know, just like shitting on its self confidence, gets yeah. back to you all shaky. And then, so even even with my dog, I was like. I just feel like it, 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 generationally, like that's an interesting thing you brought up because I do think now, like there's background checks. There's now we have like a breadcrumb trailer, whatever it is, a paperwork, right. and like people's backgrounds are always in question, you know. And back then, boy, you could just come out of nowhere. It was the age of like I can reinvent myself. There was a time back yeah. in the day where you could literally be like, you know what? I've been a criminal. I've been robbing banks for yeah. 14 years, and and robbing banks is getting real tiring. I'm gonna settle into like, uh, fucking being a you know pharmacist. Yeah, and you could just move somewhere yeah. and become a fucking pharmacist. Yeah, yeah that yeah. shit is gone, bro. Yeah. You can't just because they're, they're gonna be like, oh, I seen your profile on America's Most. You're fucking done. Yeah, and and uh, I think that there's uh, like obviously you lose the ability because I've I you know we're in a uh, definitely an era where there's kind of zero forgiveness like there's not right. like you can just apologize and move on right <laughs> but i mean you know god bless the people who can and you know who are who have those opportunities but i do i do there's a weird part of me that's like wow wouldn't it be a wild scene especially now if there was no you couldn't track shit well it's now you just throw an apple tag on it is, it's because of the internet right for sure. I mean, well, technology in general. I mean, what do you think about this, by the way? The, this whole, like, you know, you can buy these tags. It started with Tile, right? And now Apple's got their version of it. And you oh. just, like, throw a tag on it. And I see, like, <laughs> the Internet's done what they want with it. Essentially, like, this was supposed to be, like, never lose your it purse again. It. Yeah. You could find it anywhere. Oh, no, no. I didn't know about that. Um, yeah, yeah. You buy them like there's a three-pack for a hundo. You know what I mean? And then you're like, cool. Stick them on but, people's cars. And- yeah. Now, that's what people are fucking doing. So, it's like, uh, the last time I saw it was like, I'm going to check on my boyfriend. And like, now you're just tracking your boyfriend. Right. And like, everybody's becoming like fucking, you know, like... Uh, this makes me want to start tracking some people. It's kind of interesting, man. Like, See it's, what all my friends are up to. <laughs> see what y'all have been doing most people nothing by the way track the fuck out of me you're just gonna be so yeah, bored yeah, there's gonna be too. three spots it's, it's gonna be like the home call- <laughs> <laughs> just just it's being just like a blinking dot over your over my bed for <laughs> days i'm telling you man that goes for a lot of us i know to me it's like a three it'll be a triangular position you're like anywhere within these three spots right. sit man there's like a bar a, ca- a cafe and my house guys right go ahead 
track the fuck out of me knock right. yourself out yeah, i couldn't yeah. be less interesting <laughs> but like what it, i mean i guess i mean this is not something we didn't expect coming down you know the way but i do think it's kind of we went from like god i really hate to lose my phone that was the thing because you know you're walking around with a grand in your pocket right. <laughs> you know what i mean like right. well some people some people aren't some people are smart to get them burner shits right Okay. I saw a dateline the other day where this cat was having a, an affair and he had burner phones just for him and his his homegirl so that they can't couldn't be tracked but it ended up they could how, be How do you even I don't even know how burner phones work. My man, neither did I. I literally went online like and burner phone means it's untrackable? It's basically a disposable phone. So you go to 7-Eleven Right, they they used to not the, be able the, to track the, them. 7-Eleven is the retail store for creeps, right? Right. If you're right. getting anything at 7-Eleven other than like there, you're a creep. You're a creep. A hundred those Roly Patonis. Maybe a Slurpee, I'd give a pass for. Pass on a Slurpee, <laughs> but even the big gulp, you're like, you're offensive, bro. You're offensive. I have to admit, I would go. This is gonna make me sound terrible. Here you go. Get it Sometimes on. Sometimes hot days, I would go into thirty frames a second. Let's wrap I would it. Go up. into Seven Elevens and and try a whole Slurpee. Get fucked. And then Are by you, then, how old were you? I don't know. A few years ago. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like I don't know. It was high school. I'd be like, uh, and then I would taste it to drink it, and I'd thirsty, so I drink a lot. And then you're like. Oh, I don't want the Slurpee anymore. Yo, that's just fucking throw it crazy. Out I remember that too. We had, because um, there was a, we had Cumberland Farms back in the day. That was our 7-Eleven. I don't know. Shout out to whoever right. the fuck knows that. That sounds like some old school shit. And we'd go in and they had slush, slushies, right? With the dog on it. Yeah, 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 You know yeah, what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah. And Igloo, I, isn't they called it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and yeah. I would go in there and, you know, I did the same thing. Before I got my flavor that i wanted i would just be like goosh 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 Woof. now the thought of that makes me sick and while i'm in line at a 7-eleven if you just like think about anything other than your standard fare aka siggy's fucking pass beer pass uh last last minute things like fuck i forgot a tooth toothbrush i'm out of town like you know what i'm saying when you fly in you're like fuck i don't have any right. you can go to a 7-eleven Anything other than that, you're a criminal. <laughs> I mean, it's, well, lottery tickets too. All right. What about using the ATM? No. You use the ATM, you're suspect. I think, <laughs> thank God there's a camera. Thank God there's a camera. I'm telling you right now. I've used 7-Eleven ATM just because I know they're always there. They're always there. It's always bright in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? The 7-Eleven by my house is uh, sketchy. Yeah. They're most, most, I don't think there's a... Some people are like... Some are. 7-Elevens in Orange County are nice. Right. I went to one in New York once and I was like, this is a 7-Eleven? It was like in a fucking sky rise. I was like, this is beautiful. It had beautiful lights. Um, but yeah, for the most part, you're a criminal. Dude, I saw somebody getting... But anyway, so you go, you get this... Uh, back to the burner phone. You get this burner phone. They, they, I think they're usually behind the counter with like all the high-end shit. <laughs> yeah. And they give you this burner phone. It's probably like 30, 40 bucks. You probably put minutes on it or something like that. I'm literally guessing at this point. But then you don't have that. I mean, let's let's break it down. Like, if you had a kid, would you look at their texts and would you open their phone? Would you know that they have, even if they had a password? I think it depends on what I thought of my kid. <laughs> yeah, right? How good is your kid? Uh, I probably wouldn't because I've never done that with, uh, well, maybe never, maybe once. 
but I've never felt compelled to look at like girlfriends texts or anything like that so I can't I probably wouldn't do it to a kid uh, I've been suspicious before my kid might not have a phone but I guess you you have to have a phone now right oh yeah I mean there's three-year-olds walking around with a cooler phone than me <laughs> but I think when it comes down like to it like it's interesting I was watching like most of the streaming service they got to like slide it over to the kids like I accidentally yeah. logged in to like one of those services. I don't know Hulu, whatever the fuck it was, and it was just like I accidentally hit the kid thing, and it was all like cartoons and shit. Right. And I was like, "Whoa, that's crazy!" I, I was like, "That's cool," but like, what's gonna stop a kid from like? Because I always, as soon as I knew something was restricted, like for me, it was walking into a video store and being like, "That section's not for you." I'm going to that section. Yeah. I'm going to go to that section. Right. At least get close and like. <laughs> You know, peer the saloon yeah, doors. Yeah, of course. Like, what's what do you got in there? It was always smelly, but it always, dude. It was, I was like, why is it sweaty in there? Is there a sauna in the back? Um, did you ever go rent porn? Like when? <laughs> no, I worked at a spot that I got subsequently fired from. This is a lovely uh, thing, but I worked at a video store uh, because you could rent, like you could take home. Right, and they had ridiculous. It was one of those independent joints that was like three levels. Right, and they were they were dope. They were like at the time they were like we're the cool guy. We got the thing that nobody's got. If you right. want the indie shit, you want the cult shit. And uh, I remember we they also had a like a like the saloon doors into the very similar. It was always like beads or saloon doors. Yeah, yeah. and you'd go yeah. in and they had you know every but this one was so it was so common for people to jack shit from. Like that, so many people were jacking shit that it had just card. Like you know how you go in sometimes and like to a liquor store and they got that like the good shit. They just have a box. Yeah, and they're like it's up front. Well, that's Fuck what Blockbuster up. started doing, right? Yeah, they just and started putting Blockbuster. The, the tapes weren't in there. Did you watch that? By the way, the fucking last Blockbuster. Yeah, I did. What'd you think? I thought it was pretty good. It's pretty funny. I thought it was entertaining. Yeah, it's like it's one of those things where I'm like, this is great. Could have been an hour. Could have been forty. Yeah, minutes. could have been, been shorter. Forty for sure. minutes, you know. Um, but I was I, entertained by it. Yeah, and I just think that like I was just watching a, something recently where the joke, the, the 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 joke in the script was like, why would you want to get a porno now? Like, why would you own a physical porno yeah. now? But I because it's just the world is so wide open. It's almost like you know. Um, then it was the prospect and the possibility of what could it be, right. and now it's like I almost want to dial it back. I almost want to forget. With right. some of the shit I've seen, yeah, <laughs> and especially the internet is like, here it is, here's all of that shit. You yeah. had that question, here it is, and like there are things that I'm like, boy, I wish I could just and it, it like <laughs> forget about. Yeah, I think that like wouldn't they it involve animals? No, well maybe because there was that one guy who died, right? Getting getting fucked by a horse or something. Do you remember that? No, I've never. I, I've well, this never is an interesting heard. episode. I like where we're we're headed with all of this. This is a real story from altar boys to guys getting like <laughs> d death fucked. Um, this is a real story, and they, I, I, I remember being like, "That's impossible." Like, first of all, how? Second of all, why? Where do you? Where are you reading this story? Somebody told me it was like a fucking shooting the shit with somebody and be like, you know, a guy died by being fucked by a horse to death. And I was like, huh? I but was you're like, just taking it as fact now? 
No, I think now I fact check. So I go, <laughs> I'm like, really? Well, what's his Google? I want to know the motherfucker's name. What state he grew up in? I want to know his background. What did you Google? Is he a partier? Does he like sports? You know? What was the what were the words you Googled? guy dies from getting <laughs> fucked by horse? I think because <laughs> like you know how like there's a difference between asking a question and asking Google a question. Yeah, it's like you have to like with the least amount of words. I does out yeah, the window because I would put like guy die fuck horse. <laughs> Horse fucked death. Um, just like trying to like minimize all of it. Yeah, for sure. I've looked up garbage like that. A hundred percent. And like, if I even know that there's a rumor I want to see, because like there was that site for a minute that was de- debunking all of those. It was called like Snopes. Snopes. Is that what it? Snopes is a website that like debunks stuff. It still does. Was it debunking? Because this site was debunking, um, what is the term when it's not old wives tale, but like um, when something like rumor, urban legend, urban legends. Thank you. I think right. it was literally urban legend dot right. or some shit. And they had like ones that were like, yeah, this is based on like a actual thing that happened. And then there, most of them are like, nah, dude, the one, the one I remember growing up was the girl who let a dog, like oh. peanut butter off of her. Yeah, yeah of course. Private spot. That seems to be almost like right. Was there yeah, a story of a girl? Who, was there a story of a girl who did that? I always heard you that story. Up? Yeah. And we had a rumor. We had a couple of rumors in school about people that were like they heard about it and then they did it and then they, that person was screwed. Then the the yeah and then the this was a guy though. There was a guy that kind of was like a little something was what was his, what's his deal? You know, there was a story of a girl. Wait, so there was a the girl that the guy was texting her, I'm gonna kill myself. She says, Well, just do it. Right. She was like, Yeah, I remember. I, I looked I looked up the story well and he got out of the car. I can't do it. She's like, Get back in there. Yeah. What are you doing? You're wasting and, your but the, the, the thing that I, I forgot well, I watched a like two hour twenty twenty joint on it. Yeah. And it seemed like that he'd been going back and forth with this for a minute. Right. So I'm not ad I'm not i I'm not jumping to her defense necessarily. Right. But if I were to make an argument for that girl, because she does you seem like defense a defense attorney. Yeah. If I was going to conquer in the shit up a little bit, he was kind of crying wolf a bunch. That is a fine. I remember that it's a fine line. It's of like such whether a, she's responsible or not. Exactly. And it didn't help that she looked like a mean girl. It, right. that, that whole vibe. And I remember she tried to tone that shit down. She got her like, cause I, the, the one thing with women is that they can really like, there was like a husband killer that like, she immediately changed her hair from blonde to brunette, put it in a bun, looked like oh, a librarian. Jody Arias. That's Thank you. Kid. That's it. Um, very big on, uh, these wife women, kill- or husband women, killers, the women, or black who, widows, the women who kill <laughs> because I'm, you're I'm not surprised by a guy. No, <laughs> Surprising, you know, the women one are interesting. It's like Scott Peterson. It's like it's well the the one the Chris, I've researched that one. That's a Chris difference. Smith or whatever. Is that? Oh Chris? yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. what a doozy that was. Yeah. If y'all don't know, that guy was. Whoo! He did a swift, clean sweep of his whole family. Yeah. To and you know, um, one of the things that kind of was a little, I guess that stuck with me was when they interviewed his uh, mistress. Christmas mystery and she was like I didn't know like any she yeah. played dumb on all levels and, and I was like wasn't mm. he supposed to be they suspect he was gay too no kidding I heard that at one point wow. but maybe that was just a rumor that that was one of the away. first because the Scott Peterson thing was still there was mystery and he was smart enough not to give away information 
the, the Chris Smith shit, he came forward on the body cam and was like, the, the, remember the neighbor was like, yo, on the body cam, the neighbor, he was like, yo, he doesn't act like that. Yeah, yeah, His yeah. His neighbor I just straight threw that motherfucker <laughs> under the bus. And he looked like a neighbor who was like, fuck this guy. Right. He immediately, I was like, wow. So we really owe that neighbor. But going back to the girl, it, it, to me. Um, Wait, which girl? We the girl who, uh, I guess, what's the word with that? It's not assisted suicide. It's, oh, the girl who was. cheerleading suicide. Right, right. Uh, this is definitely a morbid episode and I fucking love it. Um, but, but. There are so many different things going on there, but again, how things present themselves and how they look is so interesting because a lot of the guys, they don't change their fucking look. Some of them definitely downplay that things. Scott Peterson did. He did? Or oh, when he, he was tried his to, hair. When he was trying to escape. Yeah. You know, there's he was a trying lot, to go on the run. You know, after this, there was a last Scott Peterson documentary, there's a lot of people now who say he... He didn't do it? Yeah, there's, there's like a big contingency of people who think he didn't do it now because of this doc that came out mm. and they're they're like oh it's all circumstantial evidence there was nothing but he did Circum- circumstantial i don't know it seems like uh, you know I-, I think the best way to look at that is in the lawyer's eyes because a lawyer can go show me pr- show me a smoking right. gun everybody wants the gun everybody wants the like the letter he wrote where he was like, I'm going to kill this bitch. Right, right, <laughs> it's like right. Everybody wants the thing. And I think what with Scott Peterson and what makes it mesmerizing and eventually going into a, a fucking David Fincher movie is that this guy, it's, there's all this speculation, but yet no concrete shit. Right. And I think when you have that, it, it, it makes for good, uh, what is it? You know, sort of, it, it, it makes it last longer. Right. It makes the story last longer. It makes other plausibilities come to light and I love new theories because they did that with the Menendez, Menendez brothers where they came forward and they were like are these just victims of abuse right. that what finally had enough that? no <laughs> no you were rich privileged kids who were go. we'd be better off don't you think brother we'd yeah. be better off without these assholes in our, and I'm sure he was overbearing he made one of them who was losing his hair get a fucking toupee at fucking 17 <laughs> do you imagine your dad telling you go get hair pre- like fucking replacements at 17 in the 80s that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard that's like somebody being like you you, you need steroids we need to get you some t- you know fucking some hardcore the toupee steroids. is even worse I think I think it is man but I've never I've never that's like saying to your daughter we need to get you a breast implant that is that's exactly like look at you you idiot you look terrible you're getting rhinoplasty it's like damn i'm 14 it's like so what <laughs> usually they want it it's the reverse so for me it's so just, you think the, the dad was was not a was probably just a dick we're living in a victim era we're living where we're siding with victims meaning like yeah, and i don't right. blame you but it's overcorrecting when you think of the mendez brothers because that was a vicious murder and also they were known to have tried to like go back to normal as soon as it happened they were like doing business deals and using money and like right. i was like no 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 no. You, you there's no there's no three months of grieving where you're like i can't believe my parents are like they clearly were like this is gonna go like and and when you have a cohort like when you have a buddy and clearly one's beta and one's alpha you can tell and you know the, the when one's weaker than the other the other one's just going to be like you're doing it and the other one's like eh, okay because i know from having older siblings yeah, yeah, they would be right. like shut up and do it yeah. and i'd be like all right i'll eat this frog or whatever yeah. you know what i mean like <laughs> i was an idiot so it's like yeah i'm gonna get convinced to fucking blow my parents away and it's like i just think that we are living where we're i uh, we're living in a time where also we're digging up like it's like the sons of sam no disrespect 
but that is a concrete cr- pile of crap. What, what they're trying to pr- propose is that there were multiple people doing these crimes everywhere just because David Berkowitz is in prison going, yeah, and he's highly suggestible because he's a fucking lunatic, y'all. And so the, the interviewer, this guy who's written this novel is clearly pushing him and baiting him and pushing him and baiting. And these all, all these guys are... Is that what that Son of Sam Sons document? Because he's the Son of Sam, right? Right. This is David Berkowitz. This is the Son of but Sam. That's a Netflix thing now, right? Yeah, it's a it's an utter pile of shit. It's an it's a basically a we're we're also in a time where they're just like crime documentary. I don't care what it's about. You could make up a crime now and make a crime documentary, but they did this already. Well, though, when in. Twenty years from now, someone will make a documentary that's going to make people think maybe OJ didn't do it. One hundred percent. Twenty years from now, I'm waiting for like fall. Yeah, fall's the banger because that's the Nielsen ratings, baby. They're going to come out with a OJ was the victim, motherfucker. She kept on yeah. fucking people. Well, to be honest with you, she wasn't exactly cool about the divorce. She was getting hers right, but this is a guy who's been tor- notoriously gotten his. So if you do look at the OJ thing. It, there is an argument to be made for like you you push me to the brink of and it's a crime of passion right mm-hmm. saying he did it of course not even suggesting I, then I think jury's out no one that. ever brings this up but he must I guarantee he must have been like coked out of his mind oh for sure I mean he's been you know we've seen do you remember his show when he did a TV show after he did like a when reality TV shows were like the thing there was like that rehab joint celebrity rehab was out at the time. And I think he did like some shit in Miami. Whenever a celebrity after a crime moves to Miami, <laughs> brother, you could, you're fucking you're waking up in a pile of cocaine. You're waking up in it, like oh my god, I gotta clean myself up. And then I think the cycle of use with with that is like, yeah, man, cocaine would definitely put you on that. But also, there, you have to like factor in the who's pushing you. Who's constantly pushing? And I guarantee she would probably come back and be like, you know what, I'm fucking, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and he was just like, ah! And the CTS kicks in, you know what I mean? That's when the brain short circuits, you know, like all that football head-on-head shit. And right. he's just like, CTE, eh. CTE. Sorry, um, but he, 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 like, I mean, you, you do that. That's one of the arguments, right? Is that he, you know, the guy oh, knocked that, around for a bit. Wait. What college and pro football knocked oh. him up or knocked him around a bunch? So he's not in the right frame of mind. They said that like there's an he argument to be to be mentally unstable, right? And to so have an episode that he because he's convincing, right? That he doesn't recall, meaning like he could have had this, and that's one of the most amazing. Um, what is it? Uh, um, ways of of getting out of something, right? Both things. One, one the because they don't just remember fa- they just found that lady who killed her kids. Sorry, and remember that the, the lady who married the preacher and they pieced out to Hawaii, I and she called everybody who was bad in her life a zombie. So she just axed them out. She'd be like, "You're acting like a zombie. You're one of them." And then that then uh, I don't killed. think I followed this one. Oh, this is gnarly, man. It's a mom who just like off their kids because she thought they were zombies or whatever. But she just was. Uh, found unfit to stand trial. Oh, okay, I did see the headline. Yeah, yeah, and so in it, and she's a kooka fucking rooted. Like, uh, with all due respect to mental illness, huh? She's she's not faking it. She's legitimate. Well, they had all this, all these interviews of people around her being like, "Yeah, man, she was talking like she would say X, Y, and Z." And you know, I don't have that many people who walk up to me and be like, "You're acting like one of the non-people, one of the zombies." And you know what I mean? Like, when somebody does that, I'm gonna be like, "Oh, I'm checking out. I'm I'm out of here. I'm on." 
phone. Forget my address. Get rid of my number. I've actually had a couple friends. That, oh, really? That, yeah. It's kind of sad stories. That sucks. Where, uh, just tell me about it. <laughs> no, just a couple. I've really known sucks. a couple people who, I don't know, they lost it. And they start thinking like everyone was out to get them and I was out to get them. and Paranoia. Yeah, Brother, they became, I've had, they became, I've had uh, moments of paranoia paranoid myself. schizophrenics. Really? They're, yeah, you've never known anyone that's happened to you? I've known I bipolar like people and manics, um, and maybe they would be clinically diagnosed, but I don't think they got that far. I've, I've been in, you know, I've been hip to like a, a person that I just was like, one moment they were the happiest person on earth, and the next oh. moment everybody was their enemy, and they were the most in the most dark place I've ever seen. And they literally physically look different because of Yeah, that. yeah. So, yeah, but I guess I have had some run-ins. Yeah, but I've known people who are like legit paranoid schizophrenics and it seeps in slowly, but... And this is undiagnosed, diagnosed, treated, untreated? Untreated. Okay, wow. And that's the thing, right? It's hard, in my experience, to treat a paranoid schizophrenic. They don't want, because they don't think anything's wrong with them. Oh. They don't want... Yeah, and there's the, the manic thing, uh, the bipolar thing seems to be that people don't want to level out because the high is so high. Oh, really? Well, that I mean, that's the argument. I don't want to sound, I'm not going to try to sound like a fucking doctor here. But My I doctor thinks I'm bipolar too. What's that? Know. I don't know. <laughs> you think I'd run home and look it up? I did. Don't start calling me a zombie, motherfucker. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you think I'd run home and look it up? I did. I just accepted. Okay, bipolar too. Sounds good. Yeah, I love that. That's great. Uh, just being like... Well, that's not cool. as good as one. Bones are still intact. I'm just glad it wasn't one. One, I'd be like, oh one, shit. Is that like a schedule one drug? Is that like severe? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't <laughs> two, look at watch, anything. Two's like the worst. And you're but like, I just figured two. Two sounds better than one. I'm like two. You're like the backup. Yeah. You're not the front of the nah, bipolar line. I. That's what I feel like. I feel like you're like um. You're like the B squad. Yeah. You're like nah, dude. You're not so playing I, on a professional I level. I felt okay with it. I think you're fine. Um, <laughs> at least, hopefully. Guys, if I don't survive. No. Um, but I do, I think that, well, here's the here's what's really come to light. And I think that we can both agree with this, even if it's Menendez or whoever, is that we're reevaluating how we thought of uh, yeah. all mental states in the past. Because, dude, not that long ago, we were locking people, putting them in straitjackets yeah. and locking them up in sanitariums and making them bite down on rubber shit. I'm just rehashing one flew over a cuckoo's nest. But <laughs> you understand what I'm saying. It was, that, was, that was real. Like but I think it's people who, uh, like all of these people I've met who think Scott Peterson isn't guilty. Yeah, what's up with that? They were like little kids when that happened. <sighs> so they didn't like... I don't know. They didn't experience it while it was happening. All they know is the stuff they've read about afterwards, and they're like, "He's not guilty." But maybe, maybe we're the ones in the wrong. Maybe the media convinced us. Uh, can I tell you guilty. a little story? I, I, I was a, a bit of a juvenile, and I had a friend who he there was a, a like a charity or a bake sale or something like that, and he uh, was accused as we were teenagers at the time, uh, 13, 14, and he was accused of taking the the till, the money till, okay. the whole thing. And I remember just being like, because we were close, like we were buds, we were hanging out all the time. I remember he had Reebok pumps, I was very jealous. And I, I, he was just adamant, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. Scott Peterson, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. Where is she, where is she, right. I didn't do it, I didn't do it. And a lot of time went by. 
The whole thing blew over. No charges were filed. They were upset about the loss. Obviously, it was a it was a sad thing to happen because it's like it comes from a good place. It's like who would fucking rob a chair? It's gross, you know. Your scumbag friend. My scumbag friend, and and I was like hyper defendant. Like I was like, because I didn't know any better. I didn't right. know about Scott Peterson yeah, when I was thirteen yeah. years old, and so I was like, this motherfucker's innocent. How dare you accuse? Him? And I was like adamant about, even though we had already done shit and shoplifted a bunch together, so I knew <laughs> it was possible. And, and but I was really really convinced and i think people get into that mindset because i remember year like maybe a year or two later it could have been longer but i remember just being talking to him and he was like yo you remember that fucking time oh and i was like i was like yeah man i remember that that was fucked up the community was at you bro and i'm so glad we got out and he was like i took that shit (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) but that that goes to show you man like for what it's worth like whatever a lawyer tells you you ever been in that situation where a lawyer goes this is what you're gonna say right or wrong this no, is what you're gonna no, say no I've had Neither to deal with I. a lot of lawyers and uh, they definitely try to lead you in a direction for sure yeah well they're like you know if you did this I wouldn't be able to defend it but if the reason you did it was because of this we could say this that's why I've never been so like it's up a, to you. I mean, yeah, like, I, in a relationship, I'm the worst argument. Like I, I, I can't argue well. Like if if it doesn't, I get like frustrated, and I don't. If I'm my parents were lawyers or something like that, I'd be a fucking genius. Right. I'd be like, well, sure, but was I technically there? You know what I mean? All that stuff that the jargon and the and the coloring things a certain way, and then saying like or, or proposing a backstory that 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 a jury wants to hear when right. you're feeding them a narrative. It's the narrative thing where right. you're like, if I can show that this person was a victim for of this, then that excuses the, whatever the traumatizing event is. Right. right. And so I just, I, I look at that now and I know that people, I know personally that people have like, I will never tell the truth on that. And he looks like a guy that's like, you're never going to get the truth. You, you have anything like that where you'll never tell the truth on it? Well, this is a good time to tell it, isn't it? <laughs> I'm sure there is something in my life that I'm not ever going to... Like, I'm sure that I can't think of things off the top of my head. I have I have something that I've only told to two people in my life. And you're going to say it right now? No, I'm not. <laughs> maybe one Damn day. It. Maybe one day. This is why my podcast isn't good, bro. This would, uh, th- this would take a wild turn. One day, maybe one day I'll tell it, but not I would love a wild turn though. I but mean, you, we are talking about some wild ass shit, but I learned I got to hate lawyers, man. Like up to like ten years ago, I never had to deal with lawyers, and then you know I got ripped off by someone. I had to deal with lawyers. I was fighting with an ex girlfriend, and <sighs> lawyers got involved, and uh, uh, that sucks. They're all fucking sleazy, man. Well, yeah. I mean, but I think one of the things about it is, one, if you're friends with a bunch of lawyers, hmm, what's your deal? You know what I mean? I don't fault them necessarily because they went into, that's the dark arts. You go into that craft knowing, craft, you go into that profession knowing I'm bending everything and everything is subjective or you know what I mean? Or it's it it's depending on what perspective we're looking at something, right? I hired I hired this lawyer. I got ripped off by a buddy, which is another story Bummer. in itself. And uh, 
I hired this lawyer. It was such a sleaze bag, man. I gave him $5,000. He made that was like, the retainer thing. Yeah. Okay. And like, I know fucking he did this thing called about. a true retainer. Where oh, no see? matter how much work he does, he gets to keep it all. Genius. So the guy made two phone calls. Genius. The other I want to make up rules like this. The for other my side life. hired a lawyer okay. and he dropped me as a client. And I put a bad review of him on Yelp. Oh. And he revealed details of my case on Yelp as retribution. Wow. This guy ain't playing. No, no, no. So I reported him to this. This went on for a couple of years. You think internet would write the wrong on that, but it doesn't. Does well, it? He, he, he took it down. Uh, okay. But I reported him to the bar. Whoa. And it was this big investigation. And it just got settled. And he got a warning. <laughs> I yeah. love how they don't get disbarred. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it, well, I do. Okay, so. He got, it, he got let, a. Uh, if we're going to give everybody. I, some, oh, go ahead. Well, I'm just saying he got. A, there was a big investigation went on for like over a year. And he got a, a warning for a posting. A warning and kept your 5G. Yeah. <sighs> they, don't get, they don't get you your money back. That's the one thing they said when I, when I went to the bar. They're like, just so you know, we don't try to, we don't try to get your money back. How do you feel about that? Like, what 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 would be the ultimate sort of payback for that? Would you would you would you take your five G back and say okay, s- s- call it? You know what I mean? It's uh-huh. settled. What would be a, a good feeling? Because I feel like with all oh, of if the, you would have got suspended, I yeah, would have better that's than five Gs, right? Because that's on his uh, permanent record or whatever. Yeah, where this warning they say isn't on his permanent record, but it goes in his file. But this guy was. Just as dirty as it comes, and that's man. the thing about lawyers, right? He would, they, can, they run the gamut. He would like just make up stuff that I said, and like oh, he was just uh, he was sounds like somebody I've dated. He was just, he was just dirty, 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 and and it was almost like he wasn't trying to hide. He was dirty. It's irony that the 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 everybody. I mean, they have a stigma and all this stuff like that. Lawyers, for the most part, have a stigma of being sleaze bags, right? You yeah. say sharks or whatever yeah, you want to yeah, call yeah. it, right? Uh, willing to bend rules. You know, mostly in it for the money. They're not like, unless you're some public defender who's like, I'm trying to, for the people, man. Yeah. And usually those are lawyers that didn't make the right choices. <laughs> Most of these lawyers, I realize, they don't, their job is to stay out of court. They don't want to go to They court. don't want to go to court. I wouldn't want to go to court. You think a lawyer wants to like go to Have court? Have you been to court? It sucks. Yeah. It fucking sucks, bro. Like, even, I went to court as a very young kid because I got run over my car oh really yeah and i remember even as a toddler like as a small kid being like fuck this i remember we had to go to court for it and i didn't like it it's it was like i remember and then every time i've been into a court man you've been into a court it's like a bus station it's not glamorous yeah. it's not yeah, like yeah, night yeah. court where the guys are cracking jokes harry and the fucking <laughs> goosh, you know what i mean you got bull being like i don't know and it's not the same dog it's not fun that was a go- good bull impression by the way <laughs> <laughs> for no one by the way nobody knows that if you know that reference poof. but it, 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 it to me uh it, it, there is no nobody especially if you're wearing a three thousand dollar suit you don't want to go to a bus station yeah and you don't want to talk to a judge because you don't want a judge to be like fuck this guy right yeah. you want to get whatever the settlement is right that's what everybody wants to do yeah. right they want to settle out of court i never they would say stuff like that, like, oh, he's a lawyer and he's never even seen the inside of a courtroom. And I'd be like, what that does might that mean? Be, is, that a, is he good? But I, <laughs> I get it now. There's lawyers who just like, there's lawyers who make a living and have never sat in 
stepped inside a courtroom. Yeah. Do they and have a long... had to argue anything? It's kind of like, do you remember that the the dirty doctor guy who was like he who's like a back surgeon and he would he didn't know what he was doing and he was like sewing people up wrong and like oh. leaving his ring in there and shit. Dude, this guy was bad. Like he was bad to the like to a level that he had like and he was he I, a legit doctor? He had legit gone through uh, med school, but like there were all these questions that started surfacing over the course of time, of course. But um, and now he's left a trail of disasters behind him, like just people that are like, "Hey, you took out my spine, put it in my face." Yeah, that's that's a nightmare. And man. those kind of, but also like, I do feel like we've gotten to the point, especially now, where you know you look at like uh, what med school seemed like when I was a kid, right? You, you look at med school and it was like, man, that's a long game to make a little dough down the road, but you got to still deal with people, right. still cutting them. You got to go to court is what I'm saying. There's no doc. Well, that's not true because there are doctors that are just like, I recommend this. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then you got to go to a specialist. You got to go somewhere. <laughs> I got to go to another doctor. Yeah. yeah. That's the most. I recommend you go see this other doctor. GPs or whatever. That is the most gangster shit, bro. That is the most gangster ass shit where you know you're going in and you know you're not going to get anything but a reco. Yeah. To another guy, probably his buddy who golfs with him, who's that, like, he's that a foot to me. Guy. I got joint problems in my. Oh, yeah, you were wearing a brace for a while there. Yeah, and I go see a doctor, and his suggestion is I go see this other doctor, who's a specialist. <laughs> I want to be that and doctor. I'm like, why did I come to see this guy? I want to be the doctor before the doctor. But I think it's because of my insurance, right? I think I'm required to go to that doctor first. Well, it seems like it would make sense if, like, for instance, if you went to like a lawyer before a lawyer, a lawyer that said, like, listen, here's your, here's where it's here, like, almost like a map of like, let me recommend this, or you want to save your money here, or like, it kind of like it's a travel agent. <laughs> it's right. like somebody giving you advice, and then you take that advice and you roll with it, and usually it ends up working out for the better. But you can see that there is a carved, probably a carved out area, especially with fentanyl in the mix, right? Like, there's people out there that probably got a rinky-dink fucking uh, medical license from like, right? You know, fucking. Well, I remember my offshore. <clears throat> my uh, when you had to have a marijuana card, mine got. Remember that? Mine got revoked because. People were not real doctors. And I remember... Oh, I'm certain they weren't. There was a guy who wanted to just crack jokes when he found out who I was. He was like, oh, shit, you I heard this I remember sitting one? there and I was like... Uh, she was reading Steve Harvey's book. Not that there's... but No, respect. Just, I love that just man. not come off as a doctor. And I remember sitting there. I was like, there's, there's no way this lady... I went to one once where I was like, "This, yeah, he seems like a retired doctor. He's probably doing this for cash. A little extra on the side, you know, retirement, yeah, ain't working out. I went to one and I was like, there's no way. Just the no way, way she carried herself. I had the same thing. I mean, I didn't get And then revoked. I saw on the news. <gasps> you saw them being like, this place got busted. Yeah, and it wow. was a place my card was from. And then so my wow. card was like invalid now. That sucks. What a waste of time. And also, like, I knew it was, it was janky. Let's face it. It was always janky. There was never, I didn't go to a medical marijuana doctor where I went into a waiting room and there was a highlights on the fucking <laughs> coffee table. That would make it legit. That highlight. makes it legit. I think if you do that, Goofus little advice to you shady gallon. doctors out there, get a little coffee table, some highlights on it, a couple of fucking, you know, uh, food mags. There's right. always like a cuisine mag in there. Uh, it's always fucked up. You don't want right. to touch it. Um, no, I just, I, I, I remember, oh, my guy was uh, on Sunset and I remember walking in and seeing just his appearance was like, you're a doctor? 
You look terrible. Oh, you talk about leading. The, the, when, when I went and saw a doctor, I was like, oh, yeah, it helps me sleep. Mm. He's like, oh, well, I can't prescribe it for that. He's like, but if you have like back problems or something, I could prescribe for that. Well, and I said, yeah, I do kind of have back problems. He said, okay. That's why I can't sleep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now that you mention it. Mine was just, it was my go-to and it never failed was anxiety. Oh, really? It was a lock. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know why, but every time I said it, he was like, oh yeah, is that, and he would just, he would do that lead thing where he would be like, yeah, that probably means that you're not, you know, doing so well with it. And I'd be like, totally did. It probably means it's you're just, not smoking enough. Yeah. It was just. <laughs> so, so here's a card that will allow you to smoke more. I kind of reminisce about that era of. Yeah. Of, right. Of, it was the wild west. That was the wild west. And it was really, how crafty are you? When you used to be able to go in and the marijuana was in the jars, mm -hmm. the actual one you were and they getting. they had tongs and shit. And they yeah, were real proper about it. Open it up and yeah. smell it. And look now it at just it looks like light. fucking designer. It's, everything's a designer drug. Now, Everything looks like perfume now. Yeah, and you don't you don't get to like look at it anymore. No, and, and the clowns that I'm in the room with, I'm just like, oh, it used to be way sketchier than this. And the guys were way cooler than you. Yeah. That yeah, sucks. Because yeah, 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 yeah. now it's just like, Beck. It's transactional. Becky, what do you want? What gummies do you want? And I'm like, man, this makes me not want to be here. Let me ask you a question. When, when, how long how long ago was that because it feels like 10 years ago now probably yeah that's a good question oh it was definitely like 2013 2014 did you keep any of it did uh, you keep your certificates no or? i, I kind of wish i had i did i have one and that i just be, saw it and it's awesome it's that got would the seal. be kind of cool yeah it's like a relic yeah i feel like at some point i'm going to frame that and then rip my diploma up so i'm going to rip my diploma up like you have a diploma? the pope <laughs> I know. Believe me, I'm as shocked as you. Um, and then I'm going to frame the... Or better put, I'm going to put that in a frame for a diploma. I think that may be the move. Yeah, yeah. That, that'd that, be cool. that'd be I do. Move. I know. I don't think I ever got a certificate. I just got a card. But you got an actual certificate. Because I was like... You, I think You were one of the early adopters. As soon as they said it was a possibility. As soon as they said it was a possibility, I was first in line. I remember even when I was there, I, was, er, I never went to anything early. Now I'm like early everywhere. Like uh, it just flipped like a switch, but I was the guy that always showed up late to everything. Even like appointments that like people would be like, you can't make the, we can't do the thing now. You're done. Get out of here. Um, I, I showed up early as, in my late days. I showed up early <laughs> to do that. That's how much of a degenerate I am. You were standing out there when it was mm -hmm. still closed? A hundred percent. Right outside the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> reading looking at my phone and and i and the place the the even the building that it was in at the time because it was always in a um a retail space that was in transition like right. it wasn't that yeah. for very long mine was above a 7-eleven there you go 7-eleven <laughs> it's just around oh speaking of like let me go back to 7-eleven because I'll, I'll bring up something that just happened to me right all right i went into a 7-eleven the other day to buy a burner phone and um i i'm in line i have my shit uh it was a Hagendas, I fucking did. There's only one other person in front of me, and it's taking a, a, an awful amount of time. And this place is usually like game tight. They got two cashiers. They're banging people out. They want everybody out of there. But I know the guy, right? I'm at the point where he recognizes, even with the fucking mask, he recognizes Dolce me. Dolce de Leche guy. Yeah, or the beer guy, probably. <laughs> but um, more, probably, yeah. Um, but he sees me and he, he, he acknowledged me. We get the acknowledgement. And then this is why I don't think anybody is, is trustworthy ever. Um, 
I see it. I go, all right, man. You know, don't you? I pay with cash. Weird already, right? And uh, and he gives me my change. And th- this is the one random time I counted my change. I never. And I'm. This is embarrassing. Which means if you if you, you get I think this, most people don't. I just don't. I don't. Th- I think people are good people, <laughs> which is so fucking funny because I don't actually. In my heart. You're everybody's bad. Um. To error is human, right? Uh, but I, I was like, this is the one time, and I counted, and it's not off by a little. It's off by a lot. And I turn, and I'm I'm like, that's impossible. I'm like, I want to I keep, I count it yeah. again. And I look at the guy, and I count it again. I want the third time. You're still standing in front of him? Standing in front of the door on my oh, way out. Oh, so you've like, I've left the out. cash register, and I'm on my way out. Nobody else in the store but me and this guy, by the way. And I count it again, douche, 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 douche. See the change? <laughs> I'm just expecting to see like dollar change. It might like, oh, there's a few so dollars in there. A bunch of, just a like bunch of silver, silver dollars. dollars. <laughs> oh, so, oh, there's a diamond in with the change. I get it now. Yeah. So I was like, thanks for your ring or like the watch that you gave me. <laughs> so, so I see it and I'm still baffled. I'm like, there's no way it can be this. And I just turn. And at the third time I turn, he goes... He looks up and I go, this change is fucking wrong. Like, you gave me the wrong change, man. In a nice way, not like in an aggro right. way. In a nice way. I was like, yeah, man, this seems off or whatever. And he's like, yeah. And he does a yeah that's like clearly not a real yeah, like a fake yeah. Like he got caught. Mm-hmm. And, that's all he and then he goes right underneath the drawer. And here's the oddest thing that happens is he pulls out a roll of cash with a rubber band around it. Not out of the cash register, mind you. A roll of cash. Like it's his personal bankroll. Like he's a gangster. Like a right. gangster roll. You know and, a gangster and he, roll. he paid you from that? And he paid me from that roll. Did now, he ever question it once? Like, no, no, let me count it. No. <laughs> he just said, oh, so yeah. So he clearly was like, fucking go, leave. You know what I mean? And I was thinking to myself, I was like, wow, that's fucking crazy. So I get the money and I do at this point because of the bankroll, because it came out of a roll, I snatch it. I'm not nice about it now because I'm mad because he was so far off. And now you're giving me your personal money, which seems like your personal money. And I snatched it out of his hand. I was like, thanks, fucker. Like that, right? And I even counted it in front of him on one, seven, four. Like I was an asshole about it. And then I walk out and what really hits me is not the fact that he he gave me the wrong change with no receipt. It was the, I've been in there a thousand times. Oh, shit. You've got hit. I've been know. jacked probably a hundred times by this guy. And he probably looks at me now. Now I'm starting to think, oh, the reason he goes, hey, is because he's like, there's my fucking $10. Here's the guy don't change. It doesn't count as change. I just couldn't fucking believe it. And I was like, and I was so upset going in. This is perspective. I'm, go- I'm so upset going in, seeing this, the two sprites and the blunt guy with the fucking bullshit. I'm so upset with that guy for being like, you're an asshole. And, 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 I'm so, and he's giving my man a hard time. And I come, I'm walking home going, I gave that guy a hard time when I should have been you, giving you a hard time. Right. And he was probably giving you a hard you're, time because you were fucking him over. You were judging the wrong dude. Needless to say, I'll be back, but How I'm not going to be angry. It was delicious. 
It was delicious. I ate everything with bitterness and anger. Um, it took when me. When you walked home with ice cream, didn't it melt? This is what everyone wants to know. Oh, this is. Thank you for interviewing me about this. <laughs> um, getting to the bottom of all this stuff. Uh, it's only two blocks away because I live in a oh, shithole. Gotcha. Um, but but there's a Seven Eleven about six blocks from me. Six. This is okay. Fair enough. This is three. So that how that's how much worse I've got it. It's three to <laughs> that's, six. That's what. Uh, when you go to rent a place or buy a place, how close is the nearest 7-Eleven? Yeah. Oh, and you're too like, close. Yeah. It's not a school thing. You don't want to know where the schools are, especially not in LA. If you know where a school is, that means somebody's getting shot. Like, it's not... <laughs> remember, like, that used to be a signifier of, like, or a, 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 an example of a good neighborhood was like, oh, does it have schools? Do you not want to be by school now? No. I don't... I want to be as far from a school as possible. Have you heard them? They're awful. I lived by a school once. Yeah, they're all on reset. You're like, I want to blow my fucking brain. I think about that when I see apartments next to schools. I'm like, must be. There was a. Speaking of that, there was a. Oh, I should be celebrating this. There was a. There was a fucking CrossFit gym. I bought a condo. Yeah. Stop bragging, dude. And I remember, no, no, just to show you, it's like a serious thing. It's not like I'm renting and I could just. And right behind me is a CrossFit gym. Okay. Just loud as fuck, weights dropping. And then <sighs> during the pandemic, they start working out outside, outside in the yeah. parking lot. I know. They got me too. Um, and then they they shut down. People don't understand the little... They shut it down. Why? It, it shut down because the guy... They couldn't work out a new lease with the guy. They put like something on their website. But Thank God. Oh, CrossFit man. needs you, to just chill wake the fuck up out. With, like, just the sound Remember your CrossFit like, friends? Huh? Remember your CrossFit friends who would be like, yeah, man, I'm fucking cross. The fucking cult that it I have. Created. I have a good friend who Ooh. runs a CrossFit. Okay. <laughs> I used to go to this coffee so spot. So I can't speak it's too badly. Oh, now. allow me. Um, <laughs> I used to go to this coffee spot and it was delightful. I'd go in, had a, uh, it's a brewed cup of coffee, like a normal human being, not fucking five shots and a goddamn whipped cream on the top. Not like that's a problem. I get the coffee, it's delicious enough that I don't need anything in it. It's that, it is just a really yeah. sophisticated, well-brewed cup of coffee, and I love it's it. It's not 7-Eleven. Go, go out of my way. They don't have a terrible brew there, I hate to say it. <laughs> um, <laughs> shit on them, I love them, I hate them. Uh, but I, I used to go all the time, and, and one of those CrossFit joints opened right next door. And so I would get a cup of coffee, probably not in a great state, like, I was probably like, I need this, right? You know, right. get going. You know, I got to go to, I had to make my way to Santa Monica or whatever it was, right? right? And uh, and I would always hit the spot. It would brighten my day. And next door, this CrossFit, and it wasn't just your average CrossFit. They had like all the gear. And it was like a logo with a big skull and crossbones. Like, it's so dangerous. Like Cobra Kai of CrossFit? It was kind of like, yeah. It was like, there was like a, it was. It, was. it felt like they were trying to do like um. I don't know, like a Navy SEAL type shit. It was like, where the fuck it? And by the way, have you ever done CrossFit? Uh, I think I might have done it once a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Did. I didn't know their weights were like not weights. Did you know that? What do you mean? They're not weights. Their 45s aren't 45 pounds. Like the one I went to, they had like suspect <laughs> weights. I'm just letting you know, man. And they was would it have bags of sand. 
No, it was like bags of popcorn, dude. It was like, woo, I'm fucking a genius. Bow, bow, fucking strongman or whatever. Magnus Magnuson. Wait, are Magnuson. you saying they looked like weights? They looked like full-blown actual weights, but they weren't the same heaviness as a weight. So they would be all doing these fucking crazy weight moves. So you're but saying I was, when I see these guys pressing all this weight, um, it's fake? I'm going to say that that, isn't, that doesn't go across the board, but I'm just, I'm here talking shit, so might as well finish it off. So I would get my coffee, I'd walk outside, I don't give a fuck. I walk outside, I'm just waiting for it to chill out. It's, there are so many things that have come out like CrossFit in the past that it's like one of many annoyances where it's like, go to the gym. Go to the fucking gym. There's no, you don't need to be, tar, we don't need little mini Tarzans everywhere. Right. So, uh, I get, I go out and and they would always do this thing where you know before you'd you'd run around the block and so uh, inevitably I'd walk out of this place and the next class would be oh, hightail yeah, 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 and yeah, make that, you that feel the like the biggest piece of shit that ever lived on well, the they planet. Would, they would run up my street and some of them would be like move Cheering. it. Yep, or and that's the, what and it was. I'd be like move it. I'm and I, on the. F- is this, you get the fuck out is this, of here. Yes, exactly. I felt like I would walk outside and half spill the coffee. I, and I hated like, that. I would walk out my door and there'd be like this barrage of... I don't know what I hate more. That, their mentality of like, we're out here getting it. Get one more. That whole mentality is like furious. But but Or or my my friends that, that dove in with a Groupon and then suddenly... I'm like you got you're so cl- why don't you just join the children of men or whatever children of God or whatever it is find a cult because you are the most susceptible person on the planet now here's the benefit you're right gonna, you're not gonna have 7-eleven or any CrossFit gym <laughs> sponsoring this uh, well podcast. that would make my total a zero <laughs> uh I even I yeah all right I'm not even gonna bring up some other shit but I I, I just it's not that I don't love people that are out there getting a workout, dude. I love the cat that's on the stairs and fucking Silver Lake pounding it out. And he's like, I'm getting it. Or you're at the Coliseum and he's like, he's superhuman. But usually you're doing it for yourself. And it's like, I know that like that susceptibility to like the, you know, your person keeping you accountable kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, it, it, it's fine, but... There is a, a mentality to it which is dangerously close to cults and 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 having that opinion about other people because it did seem like they were running by being like oh these coffee pe-. you know it's like what you're gonna have a coffee right after you get out of that class you're just gonna wander over right, here right so it's like why you gotta have that attitude for 45 minutes you're gonna right. have that attitude for 45 minutes and then you're gonna stop. But I did. I, I met a, a real sweetheart. There's a there's a real nice lady who taught CrossFit. That I, <laughs> I can't, can't talk shit about her. She's great. But um, uh, yeah, it's just it's infuriating. I'm sure that there are people that feel the same fucking way. That are like, ah, oh, man, it got a little out of hand, didn't it? I just hated that it was it was like in my backyard. And you would wake up to the sounds of weights. Right. It, you shouldn't be able to voice that on somebody is what my point. And I do feel like in the in the last year, we've had a lot of people that are just spilling out into the, you know, I, I remember when they were like super, <laughs> this is another fucking killing myself, but when they were like patios and uh, outdoor dining in California has never been better. It was like, yeah, but I got to go down that street <laughs> in my car. How are you? Do you know we're in LA? Everybody's back and everybody has a car and everybody's trying to drive down that street. Right. 
So it isn't like it isn't like we're in, time we're in cute little Oregon or like we're in Austin where you have all the room in the fucking world where you can put a, a patio in the fucking bike lane or whatever. This is Los Angeles. This is the city of cars. So you think something bad's going to happen? It's already happened. We've already had people plow into them. Oh, really? And it's just like, I mean, we're not not very uh, compassionate for cyclists or motorcyclists in this town. I I would say no. Absolutely not. And in fact, we're just so in our own little metal cage that we don't, that just nobody acknowledges these. It's like, you know, you have people like quietly dining and what are you going to put up a sandbag you got to be fucking kidding me man orange pylon (laughs) (laughs) it's just a it's a uh, see i like those outdoor cafes but now you got me scared i don't know why but it just makes me think because i don't sometimes i look up and i'm like some of them have like concrete barriers around them but some are not some of them it was just a guy being like we got to make this thing happen and also like uh i was outside of a I forget what it was like a chain restaurant and they had um, like put up, you know how like you have like that car tent that's just supposed to be for. Oh like, yeah. 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 And they had like 15 of them. They went to Costco and got like 15 car tents and just put a straight. And I'm sure it wasn't sanctioned by the city. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I was wondering about that. How do they get away with this stuff? Is is the city just looking the other way because of the pandemic? Or I don't think that anybody's here. I think all the councilmen and all the important officials are in the Bahamas. Okay. Uh, drinking Mai Tais, being like, everybody's still there. They're still <laughs> in Los Angeles. These, I read an article about their, their prediction for how many people are going to leave, and it was so remarkable to me that it's not... It's. It wasn't remarkable that people are leaving. That makes perfect sense, man. Uh, it was remarkable as to how many people are actually here. It's staggering. Yeah. It's a. It's a really densely populated city. Really, really densely populated. Are you so, saying a lot of people left because of the? You said one in nine is leaving because of the pandemic. Apparently, or for just, multiple reasons. It's not just the pandemic. One in nine. Handling, how many are coming in though? That's the thing. Well, they've already. But that's the thing is they. So they mentioned how many people were coming. So it really, it's like a wash. It's like yeah. it really doesn't make a difference. There's always going to be an influx. I think. You right? know what city gets the most new people every day? This is going to be totally weird. Is mm. it? Is it unusual? No. Th- this is at least what I knew. Two, three years ago was the statistic. Oh. Uh, okay, so this is a... And you go to the city and there's just cranes everywhere. Las Vegas? No, but you would... It's kind of... It's Las Vegas is baffling It's kind of me. like Las Vegas. You want to know? Yes. Nashville. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. You see, people are moving there like crazy. They Nash- call it Nash Vegas. It makes total sense. You and ever I, been there? I've, it's a wild I don't think time. so. Is it? It's good yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like that they're a, somehow a hockey. They're hockey fans there. They're yeah, like yeah, big yeah. hockey. I love that. Yeah, they're yeah. Predator. Predator. Yeah. yeah, which is, I don't know if they're going to keep that name, brother. <laughs> yeah, that's true, right? It's like I'm, all, I'm like. just put a, their, their mascot should be like a priest with a boa. Yeah, it should be like the Nashville <laughs> reverence. <laughs> oh, man. It's kind of like. I, I always wonder that about sports franchises because we've gotten to the point where they couldn't they couldn't rename Washington, so they gave up. I'm just like we're the Washington Football Club. Right. That's a bummer. Yeah. You imagine being like a like a diehard 
Redskins fan, yeah. right? No disrespect at, at all, by the way. I think the, the name should you be... shouldn't have said that word. The Indians, dude, <laughs> where you at? Seminoles, where you at? Like Blackhawks, where you at? Right. This is, that's the thing. Is Chicago's quiet as fuck. They're just like, please, don't, please. <laughs> don't come for us. Because you have one of the most ill-ass fucking logos, like the coolest. I'm talking about in terms of branding, and this is going to put... Put my I'll put myself on blast for this, but it's very complicated as a, Red, a diehard Redskins fan to walk into your team store. Say you went to a game. Man, that was fucking incredible. Did you see that pass? You go into the team store, and you've got these things to choose from, and they all just have a W on them. Yeah, that sucks. It, it kind of does. I mean, even though like I look at like... No, you're right. It, it sucks. It, it's just... I look... Especially with football, because football is a, a really aggressive sport. So right. you'd think they would... And it's Washington. And they had a team <laughs> called the Bullets. Yeah. So <laughs> you'd, think, you'd think that they would come up with a good... Like the... You know what I mean? Like the I wonder at what point someone was like... Or, uh, I don't know. Maybe this Bullets thing is a good name. It's probably... Yeah, I could be... I imagine that... <laughs> that meeting was not Marion Barry. <laughs> You know, Mayor, 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 Mayor Barry wasn't there for that meeting. He was smoking crack in the alley, but he was probably like, I missed that meeting, y'all. What was it about? Oh, the basketball team? Who gives a shit? But it, it, to me, I lived in Washington for a little time, uh, a little while, and um, it's an awesome city. It's an awesome city. I've been once. With a, with a real international crowd and a lot of folks. Help yourself. Um, but... One of the things that I, I kind of, I, I, I really was fascinated about the, just at that particular time, I think they had just gotten the Nationals, which I was like, that, that's a political move, the Nationals, right? Right. They were, yeah. We're the Nationals. They were the Expos? It's like the Patriots. We're the Patriots. Right. Even though somebody could say that that's a part of the patriarchy, right. which I can't argue with you. Again, I right. think if you're wearing a tri-cornered hat, I think already you've got <laughs> your evil Nazi. If you're a recreating some kind of war or whatever, you one of those recreator guys, it's already bad. You're already if you got one of those little British out, you're done. It's, but it's uh, it's as bad. Did you? I was, I was trying to find a Seven Eleven joke, <laughs> like a guy with a one of the recreators going to going to use the ATM at Seven Eleven. Suspect, dude, you're suspect all around. Uh, I mean, if not, you're not necessarily guilty of a crime. You're definitely on the suspect list. And so my question to you is, okay, so if you were to, let's go through a couple of names here and I'm going to give you uh, a chance to rename these sports oh, franchises. Boy. All right. Just hang in there. Um, I th this is something I think about a lot. Me too. <laughs> and I'm glad we've come to some resolve. Like I think about why would I name a team if it was a new team in LA? So we've got, let's just, let's focus on Ohio because that place is wild. <laughs> That's a wild state. I lived there for a little while in Columbus. Um, shout out. I lived there Proper. a little while in Toledo. Shout out Toledo. Shout out Toledo. Um, good people. Had a good time. Um, but I, I went to Cleveland often because sometimes the concerts wouldn't come to right. the other cities. So we went to Cleveland. I've been to Cleveland a few times. Uh, Cleveland's a special town. Uh, they, 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 they've caught a lot of beatings. Is what I'm saying. It's 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 a tough sports town. Franchises right. have taken a lot of losses. You have Major League, one of the greatest motion pictures, I think, comedy yeah, motion yeah, pictures yeah. of all time. Hilarious, great cast. Wesley Snipes, fucking Sheen, before yeah. he was like Tiger Blood. Right. Um, yeah, that's a great movie. Or maybe he was still Tiger Blood, but it was hush hush. <laughs> it's like shush, Tiger Blood. Um, Cleveland Indians. Now knowing. The other franchises that are there, 
all of the browns, which no, still to this day doesn't make any sense. You're brown, but you're orange. I don't get it. Go ahead. Right. What do you? What do you? What do I rename the Cleveland correct. Indians? Yes. Could Man. you call them the Cleveland Baseball Club? No. I don't know. You'd have to find. I don't know. But I don't know what Cleveland's about. It's not. It's, What's it's like a, a major a, manufacturing thing in Cleveland? Well, you got Milwaukee Cleveland Brewers, Steelers? right? That's pretty good. Wait, but that's pretty good. Steamers it, is pretty good, but that seems like a triple A franchise. But no, I, I'm being serious. But I think Cleveland Steamers is one of those. Yeah, it is right. One of Isn't those it? sexual. Yeah, it is. It's like a Dutch oven or something like that, right? Does that even make sense? And how, how did the Dutch feel about that? God, this is going off the rails. But you had to give it. Give me three. I'll give you three chances uh, to rename the Cleveland Indians. Go one. The Cleveland Steamers. <laughs> But I think Cleveland Steamers is like a, a Dirty Sanchez. It's one of those things. It's a, do- it's a dodgy term, and it probably would get a lot of shit from a lot of other people. I mean, it's baseball, so you know they're going to throw the fucking whole Cleveland, gamut at you. Cleveland Steamers. Uh, What's easy? Cleveland? Animals are easy, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, nobody's fucking with the Baltimore Orioles. Isn't, isn't they're just there like, a yeah. lake, one of the great lakes near Cleveland? Cleveland... Okay, I don't know about the bodies of water nearby. I mean, are we really going geography on this? Give me a two other two other names other than the Cleveland Cleveland Steams. Ohioans. That's not bad. It's <laughs> not bad. Okay, the Cleveland Ohioans. Uh, it's not bad. That's a little wordy, but yeah. And the Cleveland Cleveland blue collars. Okay. 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 Well, you have the Cincinnati I Reds. Fail this game. I would. I would just go color. Because you have the Cincinnati Reds, the Cleveland Browns, and you just have the Cleveland Blues or something like that. The blue, blue. Well, Browns is because of their owner was Paul Brown. Is that why? That's why they're called God, Browns. God, I know nothing. I, I believe so. Okay. Very, fair enough. Um, well, what would you rename Washington? Because I thought about that one a lot. Someone suggested the Red Tails, which was like... A, African American uh, fire fire squadron. I don't mind that. Red tails is kind of fire. Yeah. Um. I always think that you can like. I, I just go back to high school and all that stuff. We had we had very there was simple motifs and it was often an animal. So if it was the tigers. Da, da, da. D- Detroit's not bitching and moaning. They're happy as a bunch. Uh, yeah. Oh, maybe Cleveland clams. There you go. The Cleveland. That's very close to the steamers. Steamed clams. <laughs> um. Uh yeah, Washington. Well, you have the Wizards. Makes no sense. Could you explain that? Yeah, nobody knows. Uh, and that I guess is better. But really, is it? I mean, people do weather. That's crazy. The thunder, and you got that. What the fuck, man? But I guess there's a lot of thunder. Someone told me if the uh, if tornadoes. Our friend Matt Noonan. Yeah. The internationals. That's what I call them. The Washington internationals. That's not bad. It's not bad. It's not good. You know what I would call them? <laughs> it's is, not good. Uh, this is their fans. You know they have a fan base that are called the Hogs, and oh. they dress like pigs, and they've been there forever. It's like they're like, yeah, they're like the, the fucking hogs. Kiss with the Raiders. The yeah, guys yeah, are, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like the black hole for the Raiders. <laughs> right. So I would just call them the Washington Hogs. That's pretty good. Or maybe there's another like the Boars. Just to get a, out of the sort of you know because maybe people are self conscious about being a hog. <laughs> You know, you got to be sensitive. Are we going that far? Already? I think we are. We were going to call them like the polite pigs or something like that, you know? <laughs> the clean pigs. 
the beautiful pigs, the pretty pigs. Washington, and then I like a woo, another woo sound in there. Like the wizard. I know why you did the Washington Wizards because right. they were just like Washington woo. Yeah, right. Um, so uh, maybe I'm maybe Washington I'm, whippets. The whippets. Well, you got a drug connotation there. That's not. Yeah, that's not. Oh, wait a minute. The Washington politicians. No, the we had the senators. Yeah, that's true. Congressman, the congressman. No, maybe we should just keep. Yeah, this is maybe not our area. Yeah, the Washington Football Club sounds good. Maybe they did a good job. (laughs) This sounds like the meeting where they were like, "Fuck it, just put Washington Football Put a W on everything. I gotta go home. I got two kids to feed." Uh, Jason, it's a fucking pleasure having you yeah, back. Let's fun. do this fucking over and over again until we're sick of it, okay? All right. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. This has been Drew Stories, episode 32. Take care of yourselves and fuck 7-Eleven. <laughs>